Hey, Chris. Yeah, Fred. What's a mason? That's a really good question, Fred. You've reached the internet's home for all things masonry. Join Chris and I as we plumb the depths of our ancient craft. From the common gavel to the trowel, nothing is off the table. So grab your tools and let's get to work. This is On The Level. Oh no, it's Tuesday. Yeah! Oh my gosh. Take your headsets off or you'll lose your ears. Oh man, <laughs> I have got to record that. that yeah. the, the new Worshipful Chris Burns greeting. Do you greet your wife like that in the morning? Like first thing in the morning, you wake up. Good I, actually, morning. Uh, I have a Kool Aid Man outfit, and I wear. I just smash in the door, and I'm like, Yeah, I can see that the Kool Aid Man outfit. She's like, good morning. Wow. So I'm I'm thinking, wow, good morning. Uh, it's she early. says good morning. I say taste the flavor, but yeah, yeah neither one it? of us have what we want. We're not going to ask how that goes. She's not having a good morning, and I am not getting my flavor tasted. You're not getting your. Wow, we went <laughs> fast, didn't we? Uh, Man. Uh, first, I'd like to apologize to all the children and wives out there that I've insulted. Already in the last this two minutes, 7 a.m. So Let uh, me start my three-part apology. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault. I, I unleashed it. I unleashed it. I initiated the... Uh, Fred feeds us we, I cocaine feed, before the show. I feed, I, I feed I, you I op- one-line openers. Rubbed it all over my butt, and now I feel weird. <laughs> See, it goes on. It goes on, brother. It <laughs> right just on. continues <laughs> to go on. So That's um, going to get cut. The whole thing. This whole show is going to be cut. So. Oh, no. No, we're leaving that on. Uh, so, day... Final day for us, Tuesday, Grand Lodge Communication 2023 in beautiful Orlando, although incredibly crowded Florida. Yeah, Um, it's very, very busy out there these days. Well, it's very, very busy in here. What do you think so far, man? What do you, what's your, what's your thoughts? How's it going there, Worshipful Burns? It's uh, been a pretty, for me, a really good um, grand communication. I usually have my wife with me here. Yeah. And so I don't really do a lot of stuff other than just come, you know, right for the very exciting sessions. So you did, you left a Kool Aid Man suit at home, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Good for us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is good for all of us. Uh, but, uh, you know, the best part of these things are getting to see the people that you only sometimes see a couple times a year. And so you get to catch up and, you know, everybody's really happy to see each other. And, yeah, and share ideas, yeah. and everybody's real excited about the coming year. So it's always a good time for us. Helpful and kind, and you know, even even guys under a lot of stress, the guys that are checking you in, and there's you know, <laughs> there's there's three hundred guys in suits first thing in the morning. In that's line. a little weird, right? To be one of those men in black walking around. There's just nothing but men. You in realize black you're walking like around. you're one of them standing like, in line trying to get checked in, and everybody's pretty cool, man. I didn't see anybody you know doing the big baby king baby thing. At all, no, man, which was no, shocking to me. No you know? Karens in Freemasonry. Look, I've I've done I've I've worked in Promise Keepers. I've worked in big big church events and stuff. And I can tell you Did right you say now, Oath man, Keepers. The the not Oath Keepers. Oh, no, we different place. Different different yeah different terrorist organization <laughs> apparently. But uh, I can tell you, man, the King Baby syndrome is big and prevalent. I didn't see it, man. What which King I really, Baby? What is that? You know, oh, where, you like know you're, you're not taking care spoiled. of my needs, so yeah. I'm going to be a jerk, I you know, you. because, you know, I'm me, and you should take care of me ahead of all my other brothers. I, I didn't see a lot of that, man. I didn't see it no, at all. I, don't I, th- think I saw you will. a lot of helpful yeah. people, you know, just trying to get through, getting those guys in, the, in and out of the room. I mean, yesterday yeah. during the opener, the the grand honors that they were doing i did not i wasn't in there i was outside on the booth but i can only imagine what that was like inside standing sitting yeah. standing sitting well standing, sitting. all right yeah. enough banter we have a we have a guest uh this is our fifth guest here at grand lodge really yeah yeah fifth sixth i don't know the hell it's did early it? it's early so um our guest uh worshipful tim for don of uh, venice <laughs> hey uh good morning brother good morning uh, yes, it is. It is. He's got. Oh, his, you brought your radio voice. He's got his Red Bull. I think that's your second Red Bull it that is, you're working this on. This is my second Red Bull of the morning. Are you right. serious? So when that's that like kicks a 32 in, ounce Red Bull. So when that kicks in, like we, we're going to have Bull. some content, baby. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. It's going to kick in, and <laughs> it's going to get fun. It's going to get fun. <laughs> I'm so uh, I'm going to put the question to you, uh, Worshipful. What do you think so far? This is. Are you staying till tomorrow? Yeah, I'm gonna watch uh, Judd and uh, Tommy get installed. Good for that, you. Oh yeah, good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it was just one of my job sites I couldn't really work on this week anyway, so it was like, you know what? 
I ain't got nothing else going on. Why don't I just stay there this morning? You know, a couple hours isn't going to make a difference. Yeah. I usually stay Wednesday to sign in anyway to help Tom out or whoever. Sweet, nice. sweet. Yeah. So, it means a lot to them too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so your impression so far, man, anything stand out to you? Uh, it's weird because uh, in years prior, it's like I've been the other guy that just kind of hangs out with right. everybody hanging out. Now this year, being Worshipful Master, it it's like, different. well, what am, what am I wanting to do? Everybody else just kind of flocks. It's yeah. Like whatever. People are texting you, where are you going to eat? Yeah, yeah. Where, what's going? What's happening on the break? Right. Right. You're okay, like, okay. It's so that's different. That, you know, guy, I just used to just show up wherever in the hell the worst place <laughs> was, and it was easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now you got a little flock <laughs> behind you there that you got to, yeah, you got to. Uh, it's not too terrible this year, because, I mean, a, a lot of things come up at the end of the year this year with some of the officers, so not a whole lot of them could come, but my senior warden's never done this before. Oh, so okay. Okay. Yeah. One of those right. things for him. It's like he told me, he's like, dude, I'm going to be following you around because I have no idea. <laughs> Whatever, brother. That's a lot of responsibility, right? Yeah. yeah You're like yeah. making sure they're always you okay. So they look happy or they're having a good time. Right. Just right. a little bit of stress. Yeah, a little bit. But in, overall, I, I think you guys would say that in the end, it all works out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. But, this It's been a great event. I mean, I, I just, uh, for me, I just, I, I just, I walk around and, um, I um I just you just talk to people, man. You're standing in line, man. You it's talk so to easy, people. isn't it? It's to so just easy. Yeah. Strike up like a really awesome conversation with somebody you never totally. met, yeah. and they're Some happy to guy. have it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a lot of the vendors down there, and of course these these vendors, a lot of them are from out of state. They're masons from <clears> out of state. Sure. So you, it's a great opportunity to just you know question them about the differences between the states. You know, as far as degree work goes and all that stuff. Had a couple of great conversations along those lines. Um, just, just really, really cool stuff like that, you know? So anyways, um, so tell me, Worshipful, your, your June 1st is right around the corner. So that means you've been Worshipful Master for six months. You're halfway through. Halfway there. So there. But who's and, counting? And I'm, well, everyone <laughs> yeah. is counting, including you, I would say. <laughs> everyone is. I try uh, not to pay attention to it, to be honest with you, because I know <clears throat> in Worshipful Master's past, you know, as soon as they start having a countdown, they check out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't have true. that. I don't have that luxury at my lodge. It's like we right. need to. We need to keep putting fuel on this fire. Let's keep going. I don't care. Let me know when it's your installation time. Yeah. To stop. <laughs> right, right, right. You just yeah. got your head down, you look, your head not looking down at the clock, just, just going. keep going. So um, we know you, and uh, we, we know you. We've been to your lodge, uh, but our listeners don't know you. So tell us a little bit about your. They know, know of you because we've talked about you a bunch. We talk about you a year. lot. Yeah, well, I'm one of your listeners. I've heard my name a couple of times brought up, and I always appreciate it. I usually send Chris a text. Hey, appreciate the shout out. Bro. <laughs> kind of thing. I mean, and I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? So oh, t- tell us a little show. bit about your fa- uh, family. You're, you're married. Uh, technically. That's oh, a technically long story. married. And uh, <laughs> any- <laughs> we want to get into that part. No, no, we don't. We don't want to get into yeah, that. Yeah. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with uh, <laughs> potentially and or maybe married. But kids. First question was I, dangerous. Yeah, Bing, no. ring the bell. No, I, I am. I, I am married, but we're separated. <clears throat> We've been separated for almost a year now. It okay. Was just, that was just the best option for our kid because we're still friends, and we saw it's like you know what, this will be better off if we do it now versus wait 10 years till we really hate each other and then it starts affecting the kid and everything else now right. we can still be friends hang out together have the kid whatever else you know what's interesting R- right about so you're that? working it out you're working yeah. it out no they've worked it out yeah that's what i'm saying there's yeah, a there, we, there's a big joke in masonry and they always say whenever there's an event bring your wife and or bring your girlfriend or bring them both and i'll give you five dollars ha 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 everyone laughs well i was at a uh, <laughs> worshipful for don's installation he brought his wife and his girlfriend. Yes, and I was okay. like, here's your $5, buddy. Here's you, your $5. you won. I yeah. feel like I need to pull out $5 right now and give it to you. No, they're on good terms. Everything was real cool. Everything like, was fine. My wife they were was working taking together. pictures for the event and everything. Yeah. And you know, my girl was just there with holding on, holding down the kids while, while my wife was running around taking pictures. And she, I, I piss her off all the time because I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> but she seems so cool. Like uh, She's pretty laid back. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty good. You well, know, I mean, it's it's... It is what it is, right? I I've been married three times, for goodness sakes, and I'm I, on number three myself. Yeah, I am on my final. Uh, my current wife. You have is, arrived at your final destination. Yeah, that's my best friend. So I mean, she's absolutely my best friend. A gift from what from he means God. is she puts up with him. She right. totally the, puts up with no me. one else. She will. is able to steer the ship uh, way better than the other two for sure. But my first wife and I, we talk all the time. We have three kids together. And I get it, man. I totally get that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you, you assess a situation and you look at what the best possible.
possible option is. And, yeah. And you move forward, man. You, yeah. you, you roll with it. You know, there's no going back. As long as you learn a lesson, you know. Right. Well, learn a lesson and do the work. Don't, right. Don't make the same mistakes again. Please. Right. Please. I think that's why we get better with every marriage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm by the, done. By I the tenth told my marriage, wife, I'm going to be the best husband. Yeah, I'm, I told her I'm, I'm either going to remain married to you or I'm going to be dead. Yeah. So it's this is it, and I'm I'm fine with that. Like I said. Uh, my current wife is uh, a game changer for my life and the direction of my life. I don't know how I got on this thing. So tell us a little bit about your Masonic career. I know you go, you were, uh, was, you were Dima Lay, and uh, give us, oh, give us yeah. kind of the, give us I, the story. I got involved. Uh, well, my uncle was a worshipful master up in Jacksonville, so I've been around it forever, my whole life. But then I started uh, getting more involved with my older brother. Started a Dima Lay chapter in Eustace, Florida. Okay, I was about eight years old, and so since I was eight years old, I was going to every fundraiser. If we had an event at a mall, I'm the number one salesman passing out pamphlets and, right. you know, whatever. Um, That's child labor. Dude, I don't know if they knew that. I don't know. I you have an eight-year-old so working much, for you. how much labor it was. But <laughs> it was a labor of love. Labor of love. Let the man continue. Right. Um, <laughs> signed my petition on my 12th birthday as soon as I could to join DMLA. I mean, I went through, I was, I I went through, uh, I was on a state degree team. I traveled the state to help, you know, initiate brothers and install brothers and stuff like that. So I started doing ritual work at a young age, which was right. fortunate for me now because it's a lot easier. Yeah. For me oh, it shows. A background. It shows, yeah. Worshipful. When we, we go down to see degree work when you're there, it definitely shows. You you well, have been doing it, this a long time. It absolutely shows. It, yeah. And this is one of the reasons we're so lucky it, to be in District 23. You right. Know, guys like Worshipful Ferdon who have been doing this since he's eight. Right. <laughs> Technically. Yeah. And, uh, you know, always everyone listening that has ever been involved in anything in masonry knows you have a situation at some point where you've been planning a degree and doing all the practices. And then on the day of somebody just calls and says, I'm not coming. Yeah. And we've all had. And it. you are freaking out. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what the heck am I going to do? I can't train anybody. No one's going to learn it this quick. Who can I call that with like two hours notice is going to get right, here right. and do this? <laughs> and do it well. <clears throat> and right. so he's on my speed dial list. Uh, <laughs> as, and, uh, as you are on his, I'm Chris sure. Chris is on mine as well. That is absolutely, 100%. absolutely. So, um, uh, so yeah, so D. Malay, and then um, what year was it that you were actually raised to uh, the sublime degree of Master Mason? So I was raised in 19. I was initiated in 16. Okay. Um, that was really? the whole thing, yeah. Uh, Holy cow. Yeah, well, you know, my wife at the time, she was going into the military, uh, and I knew it. We were going to be moving to Texas, so I talked to Northport Lodge at the time, and I was like, I told them, they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. We'll just give you travel paperwork. You go over there, do courtesy work, and then you come back, and you'll still be a member of the lodge, and you'll be fully raised. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, went through my EA degree. The next week, I moved to Texas. They never got me any of the paperwork they needed to give me. <laughs> I called them like once a week for about six months. They wouldn't, and then, you know, I'd just sporadically call them, and they nobody would answer, nobody would turn my phone calls. So I'm like, you know what, screw it. I'll just worry about it when I move back to Florida. Right. So uh, I got back to Florida and then find out that the lodge that I joined got their charter pulled, and they weren't oh, a lodge anymore. Yes, you were we, part of that fun story. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a notorious story in our district. Yes, it yeah. is indeed. Yes. So you were affected by that directly. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. 100%. And, wow. and luckily for me, I've known, you know, I was in DMLA for so long because I know the Grand Secretary because he was the executive officer when I was coming up in DMLA. Okay. So I've known him since I was 12. Oh, okay. And okay. I ran into him at a DMLA function because I was an advisor already. And I was like, look, dude, this is what happened. What do I need to do? And he's he's like, huh, that's simple. You just need me to write you a letter and you'll have it in two weeks. I got home <laughs> like in the next day. The letter was up, was was in the mail. And right. Like, well, wow. that was quick. And yeah, so the rest is history, man. I'm yeah, curious. well, he, he knew you. He yeah. knew you, and he knew right. where you came from. Right. So that was an easy. That was an easy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super simple. I am curious because uh, I think a lot of people would, listening would be curious. <clears throat> what happens when a large charter is pulled as a member? What do they tell you? What do you have to do? So I didn't get anything. Basically, what happened with me is they just they just signed a demit for me because I was still an EA. Uh, but for the most part, with the other guys, they basically just got letters in good standings and could go to other lodges unless they were to you know directly involved in the process of getting their charter pulled to where they needed to have their wrist slapped or removed. A couple of people were removed from masonry wow. during that whole situation. Wow. And a couple other people took the bullet for <laughs> someone else and they got some bad marks now, even though they're great brothers and they really yeah. didn't do anything wrong. You know, it's just a, it's a, it's a nasty situation. Anytime any lodge loses their charter, it's sure. not something anybody wants. Right. Yeah. That's a sure. big deal. 
Yeah, apparently it was. I mean, I've 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 heard accounts of it from several different people, so we don't need to go into it here. But it, like you said, anytime something like that happens, it's bad for everybody. Yeah, yeah there's no bright side in that. No, nobody man. wins. Yeah, no. Yeah. So so okay, so you uh um, so raised to Master Mason after all that funness oh, in yeah. COVID year or right before 19, COVID? Yeah, in right nineteen. Okay, COVID, uh, March sixteenth. All right. All yeah, right. that was like right as COVID was hitting, right? It was, it was like end of March. It was like the year before because COVID really oh. started hitting, I think, in 20, didn't it? So Grand Lodge got canceled right. and everything else. Yeah. yeah. So you're raised to uh, Master Mason and four years later, you're Worshipful Master? Yep. Wow. That's just kind of how it worked out. I was, uh, I sat in one meeting at my lodge <clears throat> on the sideline and that <laughs> meeting, uh, the Worshipful Master comes up <laughs> to me and he's like, hey, as soon as you give back your catechism, I'd like you to sit in this junior steward. I'm like, well, honestly, I can give it back tonight if you want. And he's like, uh, I'm not ready for that. I'm like, oh, that's fine. We'll just do the next meeting. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then the next meeting, I gave back and I sat junior steward. Wow. Wow. And then I ended up skipping. Well, I went up to, to uh, junior deacon because we had a guy drop out of line. And then uh, that year, our senior deacon had a stroke. So Oof. I ended up being senior deacon pretty much the whole year. Okay. Wow. The guy, uh, he's a great guy, Steve Corker, and I still talk to him every once he in a while. He is a great guy. Um, but, it, yeah. I don't, I don't <clears> we were in the same chairs together, uh, and I went over there uh, after I got my fellow craft degree, <clears throat> and we were like uh, stewards together, mm. and he was so nice to me oh, he's and really encouraging and helpful. <laughs> great dude. I don't see him in Lodge much anymore, but every few months I try to you know reach out to him. Hey, brother, you know we're still here for you. I know you got your own thing going on. And, yeah. Know, he said he would like to come back to Lodge, but he's kind of fixing his own home life. And I'm like, dude, that's yeah. the most important that's thing. Right. That's right. That's the most important thing. Well, Lodge will be here when you're ready. Kind of right. Thing. But yeah, right. then I ended up, you know, going straight up to Junior Warden after that because who else was going to do it, you know? <laughs> and I was the sucker. So coming out of uh, coming out of COVID, um, I, I would assume that Venice Lodge was going through some struggles as well. Was that a, a challenge <clears> for you to to get the lodge? Because you guys seem to be hitting on all cylinders right now. And I know behind the scenes it's probably a little different. But whenever I yeah. go down there, yeah, um, you guys really look like you got it together. Mm -hmm. So what's uh, what's the real story there, Wishful? Uh -oh. well, the real story is I mean, we're all just trying our best, man. It's one yeah. of those things. Not everybody <laughs> has the the time, and not everybody can put in the work like some of us can. Yeah. So you know, there's those of us that pick up slack for other people. And sure. But at the end of the day, I know any of my officers. If I absolutely 100 percent need them to be there and tell them that, they will be there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. That's yeah. the most I can ask. Really. And you're uh, you, you had a tough act to follow. Oh yeah, uh, last year's worshipful master. <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, being Justin, uh, Justin Broom, worshipful Justin Broom. In a few hours, he'll be right honorable. Yeah, in no a few hours, he'll be right honorable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. He's yeah. he's a he's an awesome dude. He's a great mentor of mine, man. Coming up, you know, it's like I I love rituals. So when I come up and I see him doing it, it's like, oh yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm used to. This is what we're so, we're so me and him have a whole lot of fun when we get to do ritual together. If I get to be Solomon and he gets to be twelve or oh vice boy. Versa. It's just a blast. We always have a blast doing it. It's always yeah. surprising because uh, I hear legends about his lectures. People oh, Judd, are like, they, oh, Judd's lectures, you got it. He's the man. Like He really like makes you feel stuff and he pauses perfectly. Right, right. And that's really intimidating for other guys doing lectures in the district. <laughs> like, oh, God, yeah, no we kidding. have to do better. No. Especially yeah, but you want that bar set good, you do. good and high, right? Man. You Absolutely, do. I, right. I totally agree with that. Yeah, and it is intimidating. Absolutely. And uh, he's a, he's an intimidating figure. But then it's when you sit down and talk stoic, with him, it's just like he's just such a yeah. such a great brother, you know? Oh, dude, I, he he's actually you know helping me out and you know outside of lodge. Me and him are working together now. He helps me out three days a week whenever I'm uh, got got a job right now for Worshipful Dennis Doom's house. And I told him it's way too much for just me to do it. Just like ah, oh, screw it, I'll come and help you with it. Well, hell, <laughs> hey well, man, I'm sure we'll it's get it nice to you. have people like that in your life. He's it's awesome. it's essential. You awesome. know, yeah. you have to have people like that in your life if you want to have an, a successful life, and that's what masonry is all about. We have brothers in our lives. Uh, who will step up and help sure. us? You know, we're you know, no like, questions asked. Yeah, that's right. That's masonry, man. That's <clears throat> but masonry that's, when it works, it <clears throat> works very well. You brought two strong years to Venice Lodge now, so I I would imagine the people behind you are starting to feel like Matt. You had to follow him. They got to follow him and you. Right. That, those are big shoes to feel. 
Yeah, uh, I you know I've I've joked. I'm like, yep, nope. After this year, I'm gone. Like I'm out. <laughs> we all say yeah. that. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, in your heart, you can't stay away from that happen. place. I've way, I've done way too much work at this yeah. lodge to let it go. So it's right. one of those things. I'll be there if he needs me. You know, I might not be at every single meeting because you know at a certain point. When you're gone every Monday for four years, and you know, yeah. not to mention all the other stuff that goes on. the degrees, the practices, right? The Master Mason Association meetings, you got to go to appended body stuff. Well, we um interviewed uh, most worshipful Lambert uh, earlier yesterday, correct? Oh, uh, that was most worshipful Jeff Foster. Oh, Foster, sorry, my yeah. bad. We're interviewing uh, Lambert. Lambert later this afternoon, so uh, he'll be the grandmaster for a few more hours. Right, so we will be. Uh, we, hopefully, we will be um, honored to uh, interview uh, Grandmaster. But you uh, know, but but what I was going to say is oh. that he, his thing was about that five year plan. You know, the vision yeah. going forward. You know, that's the one thing. You know, we asked him the one thing that you know you you see uh, the future needs. In, in Freemasonry, he says, is that follow that worshipful masters after their year is up, the projects that they that they were involved in, the things that they wanted to start, they're the ones who have to who have to take the role of keeping it going. And the reason why I bring that up is because I know you're you're working on um, trying to put something together with with to solve or help solve the catechism issue, catechism instructor issue. Yes, we got to do something. And, you know, I'm not sure that this is the answer or not, but hell, we've been doing nothing but asking people to do it. And that's obviously not working. Right. My next option. (laughs) Well, let's plan an event and maybe people will show up if we spread it out and tell them that we're going to teach them exactly how to do it. Because, you know, the only thing is we need guys that aren't working. We need these older guys that come to Lodge every week that are retired that aren't really doing much to you're blessed to have those help. guys. Well, yeah. I, and I think you're right. I think they're on the sidelines because they, they yeah. don't know what to do. Nobody's right. approached them and said, hey, would you like to help out? I think a lot of them, not all of them, but I think a lot of them are going to say, yeah, I would really like to do that. What do you need? And then have a have a program. Here, Here's the only thing you need to do. These guys know it. I mean, they're, you know, they've been in the lodge forever. They know how to do it. They've probably done it before. They're just rusty at it. There's and a they fear. Just need, yeah. There's a fear that they won't look as knowledgeable. There's yeah. a fear that maybe That's they'll gonna be judged because they're not as good as maybe they once were. Yeah. I think it I might think. be a little simpler than that in that, you know, whenever we ask people, we'll tell people we need catechism instructors, it's usually just a blanket statement. Hey, if you got time, come on, which is not personal. So it's one of those mm. things. It's like, well, you know, somebody else will do it or whatever. Right. Else. But when right. you go to a brother that does do the work and you go, hey, brother, I need you to help me. Right. That's hard to say no to. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I found that that's a better way. However, yeah. you also don't want to abuse that either. You don't want to. Yeah, you know. no, that's right. It's always that, a fine line, isn't it? Yeah, like well, you know that hard. they're waiting to be asked, right. but at the same time, you don't want to overstep, you, you know, and become an annoyance in their life. Well, getting getting numbers, you know, getting and if you if you get one guy that steps up and wanted to do it, you're going to use up his time and he's going to end up giving up on it. But if you get three or four guys right. that yeah. step up and you're easy. able to spread that work out. And then you can, like we were talking about out on the step right there, if it becomes, if they can own it, if it can become theirs, you know, yeah, I'll do this and then I'll put a little bit of my heart and soul into it. Then they own it. They want to do it. And for some retired guy, you know, and he's only doing it twice a month, you know, that's going to work, you know, or, or, or he, he takes a group of two through EA, you know, and he meets with them once a week or something, you know, I mean, that, that's going to be, that's going to work. And then the other thing we talked about was trying to, trying to put together within the district and treat it like we treat, you know, the master Mason association where, where we're, or, or like degree work where we can, we can call each other, you know, from different lodges within the district and begin a little network of catechism instructors that can help each other, you know, and, and cover the gaps that are out there. Cause I, nothing is more important in my opinion than, than that instruction. As a matter of fact, as soon as degree, the degree is done, you know, they should be introduced to a a, comp- a competent Absolutely. teacher and then yeah. get get going on it right away because that's when the fire is the hottest. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, also to um, – we were talking yesterday to Worshipful Tim French. He's from uh, Seminole Lodge, I think. Um, he was saying, you know, it would be a great idea and would probably incentivize more catechism guys or mentors is if we put it on their Masonic record – 
Absolutely. Hey, yeah. I was a catechism instructor for 2022, 2023. Like, let it be on their record. Right. Give them a pin. Masons love pins. Right. <laughs> give man. them a pin. Yeah, give them. Put it on their Masonic record. Let it be announced somewhere. Uh, put them on a list. You know, that, that kind of stuff motivates people. I was shocked things. to find out that it's not. On no, we don't track record. anything. We're not no. tracking any of that service right there. That's a major service to the yeah, craft, right? Absolutely. You yeah. can't Huge. make masons without it. Huge. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. You can, that's record. a great statement. You cannot make masons without it. No. Yet yeah. we do not honor them uh, for their service in their Masonic records. So, and he's the man to actually get something like that done. Don't you think? Yeah. And and we took it a step further and said, imagine if they kept a record of how many people you lost in your classes. So they start to see who's a good instructor, who holds on to guys, and right. who seems to have a pattern of losing people. Right, right. Because that guy shouldn't be a catechism instructor unless he gets a little assistance. Well, Something's right. going on. One or, of the things about that is why we brought up doing the instructor workshop is because I don't know about you guys, but I never got taught this is how you teach somebody catechism. Right, no. right. You know, I'd taught people ritual before, but... I, and, and what we wind up doing is teaching the way we learned. Right. Because that's, that's all we know. Which is almost always way. wrong, right? Yeah. So. It works for like some people, sure. but not everybody. You no. know, everyone's a little different in how they like to learn things. I've had guys where I can just sit there with the book and that's perfect. I've had guys where I need to take them through the lodge step by step. Visually, they need to see was. things and then they connect was. the dots. Right. See, for me, I did that on my own. So yeah. for me, the EA catechism was a disaster. I just struggled <laughs> so badly. Well, you're but learning. I was literally on my own. Kevin, Kevin, shout out to Kevin, did a great job, but he was overwhelmed. Very because much Because so. this man right here. I was overworking him for sure. He, oh, yeah. he broke the lodge. He brought so many people yeah. in at the same time with his yeah. awesome program. Killing it. Killing it. Well, that's that the danger. The lodge got broken. And Kevin was the one who had to take it all in. And yeah. EA for me was an absolute disaster. But um, by going through the fellow craft catechism and going through the lodge as I memorized it mm -hmm. and doing the steps. And that is key. And I think that's the right way to teach catechism. You, you got to close the lodge. You know, you got your three guys with you and you, you start at a, and you walk through it and you get them to memorize it, you know, as they go through it. That's, you know, that I've talked to a lot of people about memorization. Memorization, memorization is a big thing in a lot of different organizations and and there's the those are the memory gates mm. you know the eyes the ears you know and and all of it you know and then when you're actually acting out or walking through and you're you, you're seeing things hearing things it's so much easier to memorize stuff because you begin to own it you know and that's Absolutely. that's the right way to do it i think that's probably where you're headed with this instruction right you got it's got to be a case by case basis some mm -hmm. people they're they're going to get too distracted doing that and they're not going to be yep. able to focus on learning some people just need to sit down with a book but then like me i can't i can sit and read by myself but it's going to take me three times as long to right. memorize something yeah. but if i'm outside by myself and I can read it out loud. I'm seeing it, and I'm hearing it, and I'm saying it. So it's that, that that's those memory gates, that, right? That puts it in my head a little bit better, and it's uh, it surprises me. It's like I started learning the fellow craft lecture several months ago. I learned the first paragraph, set it down, got so busy I haven't opened up the book again. But I can still do the first paragraph of the fellow craft lecture three wow. months later, or whatever. Damn. That's yeah, awesome. That's a big one. See, I, I'm like a troll. I need to be left alone in a cave and just say it over. I need to say it to myself a million times. And I like to do it as hard as possible, not saying it out loud, I'm trying to do it all in my head. That's really hard yes, to do. Yes, absolutely. But your mind wanders. Way. You're thinking of other things. and You got to right. like stay focused. And you're making your brain do it. Yeah, making right. your brain work. No, you don't get to look at the book. What's the damn word? Right, no. right, right. You say 18 words to start with the letter S in your head. No, that doesn't make sense. No, no yeah, right. that sounds like maybe, maybe right. that one could be it. I used to have a blast doing it because I'd be uh, working. When I used to do traffic signals, I'd be up in a bucket 20 feet in the air and I'd have a help <laughs> on the ground. I'm working on, on ritual work. I'd look down. Hey, can you hear me? Hey, dummy. Hey, you're ugly. Hey, hey. Okay, he's not looking. Cool. I'm good. And I'd start going off on That's awesome. Wiring up. Like saying it out loud to yourself oh, yeah. while you're doing yeah, it? Yeah, because I mean, with all the traffic and I'm also 20 feet in the air, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he can't hear me. Yeah, no, no. He's then when you hear. start calling him funny names and you know they're not hearing you, they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he'd have, he'd have shot me by now if he he'd could have hear me. He'd thrown something at me or, you know, hit the dead man switch and left me stuck up here. But I think it's a, it, it, your point is well taken. It's different for every guy. It is. Everyone, everyone. Yeah. Everyone processes this different. For me, it's about actually movement 
and symbols and you know i i subscribe to a a concept known as the memory palace and the memory palace is in your mind you create you you create what you're doing you're walking through these things in your mind is as you walk through there are symbols and things that you see those things spark your memory mm-hmm. and there's pieces big chunks like of book, information bookmarks. behind every piece yeah you pull that off in your mind, and then there it is, and it opens up in your mind. You know that works for me. That's how Freemasonry builds this ritual. I think it's all in like sections, right? And so we saw this. Uh, <laughs> it just happened. I asked you to sit in at the last minute on a Master Mason degree, oh, yeah, yeah. and Worshipful for Don was a conductor, I believe, and uh, our senior warden Zach Weegley was doing the obligation. Mm. This is where it hit me. Oh my god! And um, he knows the work. You can tell he does. It was just nerves, mostly. That's what happens. Yeah. Your nerves, when they get to you, they short-circuit your brain. And you know the work, but you lose your place in the work is what happens. Right, right. Because you're distracted in your mind, and so you lose your place. So all you need to put that guy back on track is the first word of the paragraph. Right. And he knows that whole paragraph. Right. He just didn't know where to put it. Yeah, because your memory tends to store things in blocks. Right. And then we focus yeah. on the key is the key. that first word to yeah. the block. It's very common. Oh, and yeah. I've been reading, there's a, there's a guy out there who, who the, the concept of the memory palace actually comes from Socrates. So it goes way, 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 way back. This, the concept and the idea has been developed over centuries. Uh, but there's a guy who really, really gets into it. And, and he does studies on that. And, and that's very common. The human brain is that way. We store blocks of info. And then there's a key to that block. If you can understand that concept and really, really tap into it, mm-hmm. you could unlock those words. One thing that helped me a lot was um, Worshipful uh, Hernandez Ron. Um, <laughs> Ramon. 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 We love Ramon. The man with the mustache and friend, the goatee. Friend of the, the show. Wants to do stand-up, uh, open mic stand-up with me. Uh, and Worshipful Burns, of course, is coming with us, so we're going to put him up there as well. One thing I learned early on about Ramon, he comes from a bit of an aristocratic upbringing. He does, His from parents Venezuela. Were, yeah, they were like uh, diplomats or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's never learned how to deal with uh, locker room humor, shall we say? Right, oh, right. Really? So I always look for the line every time. As of soon course. as he sees me, he knows it's coming, and anything will trigger it, and I just go right to the lowest joke I can find. Yes. And uh, you know you got him, because he'll literally just walk away. He gets so frustrated. Right, yeah, he just looks right. up in the air, and he's like, I can't do this, and he walks away. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but the line's getting a little further every time. We're Pretty soon, he'll be desensitized. Yeah. He'll just be like a... A sailor <laughs> telling right. crazy stories. Maybe, maybe we will ruin his. Uh, I I don't know. I think compass. he'd accept that challenge. But what he taught me was it, it's okay to pause. You know. And then yeah. Of course, you get the yeah. brother in the background ah, dah, dah, trying to whisper a word into you, and that just totally throws me yeah. out. But if you if you're if you're doing it and and you and you can't find the key, can't find the word, just <clears throat> if you pause, it pops up. In my mind, it did. And, and and you can go forward, you know. And, Sometimes you get lucky and it's like, all right, there it is. Other right. times you're yeah. just like, wow, it's gone. It's gone. And Where it's not it? coming. And you just need somebody to give you that one word yeah. and then you're off to the races. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that's that key, you know. And I think I there's so much it's so much fun. Just talking about it is fun. <laughs> right. Doing that work. Uh, it's, uh, it, that part of it is very unique to masonry, and the fact that it's part of our secret ritual that that uh, you know mm. we're privileged to uh, to share with each other inside right. a closed lodge um, is what makes uh, masonry so unique, yeah. you know. And and the the evidence of that is the whole world is just like, what are they doing in there? What are they doing in there? <laughs> you know, they they got all these conspiracy theories of all the things that we're doing in there. And it's like <laughs> it's like you know what? If you want to, if you're a if you're a man and you want to know what's in there, well, you just need to you need to join. You need to spend the time and get in there because if you if you don't want to if you don't want to spend the time and dedicate yourself, too bad, man. This is our ritual. This is our life. I man. embrace and, and that. You know, how many times too. we're our lodge is downtown. So I've walked out of our lodge with like a rubber duck in one hand and like a huge ceramic statue in the other in my suit. <laughs> oh, <that's awesome. laughs> and they know you're coming and it's like they're looking at you like, What in the God <laughs> hell is going on? And I just hold my head up. Yep. Yep. There's yeah. a story here and you'll never know. And you're oh. never gonna know it. Sorry. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time in Titusville that uh, somebody walked in on us when we were ready to do a DMLA degree? We're all in hoods. No. 
like all of us are wearing black hoods for this degree. First I mean, of all, those those outfits are awesome at Dimole. The capes, oh the, yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. is just well, so cool. This is for the play part. So I mean, and we're being the Inquisition who wears these dark robes mm. with red cross on the on mm. the on the chest of it and everything else. We're waiting to go <laughs> in, and then the door to the lodge opens because nobody locked it, and it's just some people looking for directions. But they see. Four guys just standing in the hallway <laughs> wearing robes with hoods on, and they kind of give us a weird look and kind of slowly close the door. It was great. Oh, yeah, man. they caught you just before the sacrificial virgin. <laughs> There's was something in, satisfying the room. about that, right? Like it's so satisfying. You're doing something. You know how cool it is and awesome, and it's no no harm, no right. foul. And, and well, the, people see you from the outside. It's, it's like, like whoa, what the heck is going on here? And, and the the truth of it is, is that all of our ritual work, everything that we do within the lodge between us brothers, is designed to make us good men better men. Yeah, it it, it is an actual a system. Of morality, you know, that, that helps us to become better men. And that's the part they always miss, you know. They think there's something nefarious because this is just human nature. Well, you know, their ig- ignorance breeds that kind of, you know, that kind of behavior. We've talked about this before. We like, have. If you didn't know anything about the Catholic faith and you just walked in on the ceremony where they're giving, they're telling you you're eating the flesh of somebody and here you drink his blood, you're right. going to be like, well, this is weird crap. What right? is going on here? But it, in reality, it's beautiful and it's very meaningful. That's right. It's, it sure. is exactly to the people. Absolutely. So you can't judge these things, but and they do because we use coffins and and skulls, and people are like satanic, evil. Right. Yeah. We don't use the coffin anymore, and we not don't use Florida. the skull anymore. But which we, we talked about as well. We need we're to. not allowed to. Oh, that's right. We doesn't mean we can't. <laughs> I think I think it should be brought back. But that, we've talked about this over and over again. Fred's got some great ideas on how to get around those uh, rules. Did you come out to the last uh, outdoor? Yes, I did. It was yes. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. That's oh, man. special, man. It's that fun. is special. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think we're gonna have another one until it starts getting a little cooler. It out is there. hot. Yeah, it's hot. Well, the mosquitoes carry you away too. At this point, man. <laughs> right? It's yeah, bad. yeah. At that certain point, it's Florida. Yeah. For those of you listening who aren't in Florida. The the insects here in Florida know how to tell time. They're prehistoric animals still. Uh, uh, pre- yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then as soon as they get the signal that it's time to attack the humans, they all do it at the same exact time. Yeah, and every, million all of them. a sudden, everybody's just doing the I got bugs all over me dance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the evening's matter. pretty much over. And the mosquitoes here drink off like it's like it's Red Bull. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Off, I've gotten off. a lot of mosquitoes drunk. I know that for sure. That's, uh, the mosquitoes, oh, yeah. they're like, off? How dare you? Off? <laughs> I spit at you off. My grandfather loved off. You. For me, <laughs> That's right. nothing. I drink it. Yeah, even Bring the, it on, stupid human. Oh, wow. They're Scottish. Even bugs. the Florida men, or even the, the mosquitoes are Florida men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drain your car. It's it's a car, idiot. Yeah, that's right. So so uh worshipful, what what else is going on, man? What's the future of Venice Lodge mm-hmm. look like? You got six more months, man. So what's months. going on? I'm just I got there's a lot of stuff I gotta do. I gotta I gotta do more I gotta make more committees to help me out with some of the membership and stuff like that. And I'm trying to set everything up for next year and make sure that my next guy's officers are going to be ready for what they have to do and sure. stuff like that. That's but, a step a lot of masters forget about. Oh yeah, I think. A uh, big thing is fundraising, making sure I'm trying to make the lodge a little bit better for the next guy. Um, yeah, you know, right, man. There's there's some things that that our, our building needs attention on and stuff like that. So right now I'm trying to do a whole bunch of fundraisers so that we can work on you know work on improving some of these things and not have to worry about taking money out of the building fund and stuff like yeah. that. That the you know right. guys have been saving up for years, God bless them. But you know, at the same time there's a reason there's still that much money in the account because well, those guys <laughs> don't spend it. But yeah. at the right. same time, if you're not making anything and you're just spending that, then you know, you're gonna be yeah. in a bad ship where you're gonna have to do fundraisers. So if yeah. we do it now where we don't necessarily have to do it and it's just it's just that much better. Plus if we get some good ideas rolling, we start making some money and we can continue these ideas is of the next year i told him i don't care what your idea is tell me about it we'll probably Try do it, it. Yeah. if it doesn't work it doesn't work we lost a weekend we lost a day whatever right. it was it is what it is let's move on but in the on the other hand of that if you don't do it you didn't make anything you didn't even try that's right yeah and that Right. The key is the trying. You got to try it. You find something that works and you stay with it. That's, fu- fundraising is the responsibility of every Mason. Absolutely. You know, though, because you're right. You're, if you're, if you're spending money and not doing fundraising, you're, you're taking from the generation before you to pay for the generation after you. And, and you're, right. you're unnecessary. You know, there's no reason 
for uh you know for that so and fundraising is fun, fundraising is uh it's essential but it's also it, it's not hard if you do it right and if you have good like you said it, we got an idea we want to try this it's going to cost us this much to make this much let's try it did it work <laughs> yes it worked Let's do it again. Yeah. Right. It didn't work. Okay. Let's modify. It. Let's scrap it. Let's move on. But let's do something. We're kind of in the same situation this year because our lodge, in since I've been there, haven't done any fundraising really. They, they've at been all. living on that that big fund. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, we were like, we needed money, so we did an assessment. We we're like, okay, we'll just get it from the members. Yeah, Somebody that went over. That, that went over like a lead <laughs> balloon. Well, it, it passed. So for, that was a five year thing, and we've been giving for that, and it did pay for what we needed to pay for. But well, there is like, a thing with masons. Sometimes if you tell them that they can write a check and they don't have to do the work, a lot of yeah. them will just write you the check. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, that's why I think why they went to the members first. Yeah, pretty and much. plus it's just easier. It's really hard to do fundraising because, like you're, you guys are talking about, you don't know. You what's going to work and what's not. Right. And some things cost money. They do cost money. You're and fronting you money. just take a wash. It right. happened. For, so uh, last year, all they were talking about was doing a movie night outdoors with another lodge, Phoenix Lodge. And it never materialized last year. So this year, you know, we're, we're all working together really, really yeah. a lot more yeah. than we have in the past. I, I think I need to do a little bit better job because at this point I haven't done a lot with like Phoenix or Manatee or Peace River or, you know, that kind of thing. I, I know that there's lodges that I'm doing well with, but there's also yeah. lodges that I haven't. So that's why I feel the halfway. same way. So now yeah. I need to start focusing since we're going dark in uh, July, uh, one meeting a month, uh, July, August, September. I told my guys, I'm like, hey, our off meeting night, where we would normally have a meeting, let's travel that week. Yeah. Whoever's having, right. you know. Yeah. And Manatee meets on the same nights as us. So it's like, it's ne we're never going to have that opportunity, mm. except for the months where dark. We can go over there the first Monday of the month, as long as they're not dark. That nice. Is. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great idea. It keeps them involved, keeps right. everybody in. Well, yeah. and honestly, man, you're... You need to have people in your collection, that in your phone, that you can just call because I need a catechism instructor. I need yeah. somebody to do 12 fellowcraft. I need a King Solomon. I need whatever. And, I mean, honestly, if you're just staying to your lodge, that's going to be hard to do. Yeah, almost impossible. So, I feel bad for guys that have nobody in their phone to call because, man, that's got to be a stressful situation to be in. Well, it just doesn't get done. Right. You know? So you end up with you know doing degree work with an empty chair. Right. I mean, I'm sure you, that happens a lot. You end up with one guy in your lodge that's constantly calling all these people. Yeah, it might not necessarily be his job. Right. Yeah, so like yeah. next year, I, I've already seen it, you know, because I've told my guys, I'm like, look, me and Jed have been running these degrees for years. At some point, you guys need to learn how to do this. Right. I'm happy to make a phone call for you guys, but you're sitting in the East for this degree. You make the team. If I need to sit in a right. chair, that's fine. But tell me what chair I need to sit in and don't make it the East. <laughs> right, you yeah, know what I mean? because I I do that all the time, and you know it's 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 kind of fun to watch them squirm a little bit yeah. because I went through that. I know what it's sure. like, you know. But at the same time, it makes you learn how to do that that much better. And I've yeah. been harping on these guys: travel, meet people. It'll make that job way easier. Yeah, sure. Do you want to put it all together by your lodge? Sure. It's, it's a good thing to say to. that you can do that. Right. Venice Lodge can do it. I can make phone calls and fill out an entire Master Mason degree. Right. But at the same time. We all also talk about the same guys always doing the same parts and nobody gets to learn a part. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, you know, right. and if you spread it out, you learn, you know, takes the pressure off of necessarily one worshipful master or one guy putting on the degree together. But I've done, we've done two with Inglewood this year, Master Mason degrees, and it's a cakewalk because, you know, they just worry <laughs> about the first half. I'll worry about the second half. Right. And, you know, you don't have to sit there and stress about it. Yeah, and and you, you're busy, so for you've been around, you know everybody, and it's a lot less stressful when you have that Absolutely. role, and you can just be like, I'm not worried, because all I need is like a couple hours, and I can call like five guys that'll be here. See, uh, my anxiety doesn't let me do that. As soon as really? I know I need it, it's like- <laughs> You start freaking out? Oh my God, dude. Yeah, you got to get that buttoned up, right? Yeah, I just got to <laughs> yeah. get it. I got to get it. And if I don't, I've been too busy. Like, there's, It's happened a couple of times where it's like, crap. The degree's in a month, and I haven't got this damn list. <laughs> what the hell am I doing? And then it's like the week before, crap. All right, now i got to call the heavy hitters. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the emergency <laughs> glass gets broken. Right. So uh, what, what else do you see? Uh, what's, um, what's on the horizon? What, what do you see for masonry in general? I know we, we talked a lot with uh, our other guests here about um, the recidivism rate. Uh, on the state level, you know, the books came out. We were reading the books, and uh, we lost 884 brothers to death. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. those we had no control over. Right. And we only replaced, That's we a replaced big number, them though. in the same year with, for, if, if my math is right, it's a 15 to 18% deficit. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, somewhere around 15% less brothers joined than had passed away. So that's a downward trend that we are going to have to change. We've been talking a lot with folks about what we can do as a craft, you know, to bring membership in. Of course, there's the, the, I wanted to call it the MLT, the M, M, help me out there, worshipful, our program. Oh, it's the uh, Grand Lodge MRP, Marketing Reimbursement Program. uh, (laughs) uh, Marketing Reimbursement Program, which... Well, there's real hard decisions that need to be made right now by us. That's right. We are the fraternity right now. We're active. We're working. We have leadership roles. It's on us to change things or let them die. And and if it dies, it will be our choice to let it die. Which is, 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 in my mind, not an option. Right. I don't think the fraternity's going anywhere, but we will lose lodges if we continue to lose Masons, you no doubt about you it. You can't survive a 15% per year deficit right. in membership. No. You will lose expect, benefits. You will lose yeah. your Masonic home. You that's, will lose yeah. all the things that make us what we are today. Yeah, that's right. So Due I, to apathy, because we made a decision not to act. Right, and this is the point. This is the time where it, it, you're either going to move forward and do something about it now, or you're going to wait and get to that point where the ball is rolling down the hill so fast you yeah, can't stop it. Yeah, the momentum is too strong for you to even slow it down at that point. That's right. It's in well, a death spiral. A big thing that, that a lot of people overlook, yes, getting them in the door and getting them started is, is a struggle by itself. But also, once you get them there, you have to have something for them to do. Yeah. That, and that's the other part of yeah. the conversation. And so, what you just said is exactly what everyone— Yes. When this conversation comes up, we talk about— Membership it driving. Always goes the same. It always way. goes the same thing. Once you get them in, you got to keep them in, and yeah. I totally agree with that. And we know how to keep them in. It's it's degree work. It's masonry. We've been is what doing keeps this us for in. hundreds of Beyond years. Beyond that, look at what every other organization does that we have. You lose guys that never yep. come to Blue Lodge because they're hanging out at the Shrine, the Grotto. They're hanging out yep. with the widows. Oh yeah. And yep. why is that? Because all those guys get together and have fun outside of their meetings. They right. go. They get. That's one of the reasons for the esoteric nights that we've that we started. Right. Doing. Get everybody outside of the lodge. Let's have some fun. Let's have a beach day. Let's go bowling. Let's do something. Right. That's right. Not in the lodge make this a fun group of people to hang around and that's going to make them want to stay oh man yeah. i love these guys hey what can i do to help right yeah. you know and is that going to be everybody no but you know one or two guys is more than you had before yeah that's <laughs> right that's right and that's like i'm i'm in uh shrine in motor Corps, me too in shrine yeah so for me it's like it, it it's exactly right we we have a monthly meeting uh but the stuff that we do we just got back from uh Fazmac. You know, oh, yeah. we competed in Fazmac and took a a, a righteous one. third place. Nice. There were three teams. Yeah. Uh, hey, but yeah, you placed. You weren't disqualified. <laughs> we were Misha. not disqualified. <laughs> Dave Mesh is going to kill me because this is the third year in a row that I've been supposed to be on his drill team, and uh, I just one reason or another every year. One year I had a motorcycle accident. I I couldn't really help that. Another mm. year I had work and I couldn't help that. This year my my bike's been down and I just don't have the time to take it to the shop right. or, or to fix it. So it's like, I, well, nope, still down. He's like, dude, I'm going to kill you if I get back. <laughs> well, again. He, here's the good news. We, uh, we as an organization, I don't know how we got off on motor core. I yeah, think it's because well, of me. Um, it's Masonic, right? Hey, as as yeah. an organization, we have four that competed this year that are committed to getting into next year. We have two prospective guys that are going to join us. So we're going to have a six a six uh, motorcycle crew That's and awesome. we're going to practice monthly and then we're going to add the following year two more to get up to eight cool so that's when we're going to start knocking on your door, worshipful. So you'll be done. Uh, he's already knocking on. Yeah, my yeah. Door. He's already been. <laughs> so you, you got you like got the Kool Aid Man. You got a solid oh, yeah. year. Oh yeah, the Kool Aid Man's back. You're riding, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to. I've, I've been supposed to be on uh, one of the. I was supposed to lead the other. Like Mesha leads one of the lanes. And I was supposed to lead. Oh, the okay. Other right. Kinda, yeah. But like I said, dude, every year something comes up. I still haven't got to do that dang oak horse, man. That looks like a it's blast. It's so much fun. I'm winning it next year. I've committed. You got it? Yeah. I'm, I'm I winning know. it next There's year. There's a pretty tough competition out We're there. We're setting it up at, we've got a deal going with Robarts Arena in the parking lot right there. They're going to let us permanently mark everything. Just so you know, we've done that before and it never happened. We we actually have a commitment. We're going to pay. <laughs> We're going We're gonna to pay. Well, up. if you have a bill, then it will get done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, we went to a post office in Port Charlotte and made dots with paint. 
paint all the way. We're like we had a rope <laughs> out, we had right. the whole thing. Me, Masha, and Hampton came out and did it, and then. Uh, that was the last time we all went there was when we marked out all the dots. Uh, right. <laughs> like, yeah. well, what did we do? <laughs> right. So there is, and it's like anything else. This is great. This is good conversation because it does, it shows that, you know, it, 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 it's not easy to, to do these kind of things, to keep it going, to keep going forward. Motor Corps is a perfect example. It fell by the wayside because of other people were busy and, and things, you know, got left. And then this year, I'm new to it, but this year, what a lot of the guys who've been in it a long time said, I forgot how much I love this. Oh, yeah. I forgot how mm. much I, I, I dig this because we were doing the work. Yeah. And that's the same thing yeah. with Lodge, and that's the same thing with Magic everything. Magic happens you know? when we all start doing the work together. Oh, and that kind of Crazy magical things happen. That's right, and that brings us back to the original part of this conversation is that we, what keeps Masons involved is masonry is the degree work, is the fellowship, is the things that we do together, uh, is what makes a, you bring a guy in, we bring 30 guys in, in in this year, and then we have something for them to do, and that's what keeps them involved, that's what keeps them going, and, and that's the beauty of masonry. When we don't do masonry correctly, yeah. we lose numbers. We're going to lose numbers. But if yeah. you do it right, the way it was designed to do for the last, I don't know, I guess we could say 350 years, some people say 1,000 years, but if you do it right, <laughs> It, it it works. It well, has to, because it's been around for so long. For goodness sakes, if we do it the way it was designed, it will grow again. Absolutely. We did a presentation at the Masonic Symposium, and you had a line that you wrote and you wanted to say real bad. Uh, do you recall what it was? Uh, I hope you do because I have I, no I did. idea what you're when talking about. When I started about. the statement, I did. Okay. Uh, Don't it, say I love it. Give us. The, I, know, right? <laughs> I should have wrote it down. No, no. Just what's but, the gist? You know, the point is like uh, we're here. It's our job to do these things. You know, we think about masonry. We talked about this yesterday. George Washington and all these giants that did all these crazy things, and we erect monuments and museums to them, and we're so proud to be in a club that they were in. Right. Who's trying to be like that today? Yeah, that's like, right. What are you doing to try to be even a fraction of what that man was? For right. The fraternity, not, not for the country, not for the right. wars. Not I'm talking about for the fraternity now. Not even that far. Look back at like the start of my lodge, C. Allen Patterson. I mean, yeah. he took a train Legendary. all the way to Jacksonville just to start a lodge. And right. it, it wasn't, you know, we didn't have cell phones or nothing back then. It's just right. like he got on a train and like, all right, well, we're going to do this. What we need today are men willing to do big things. It's We're here. We're in this fraternity. We have the capacity to do it together, but nobody, we just don't have the leadership stepping up to do this stuff. Right. Our leadership right now is talking about selling off the Masonic home because it's just too expensive and oh, it's so hard. Who's, there's not even a voice out there with a plan of how to keep it. No, how to no, do there anything isn't. to change what's happening. Well, yeah, what, and that that's a good conversation. Go ahead. Oh, with, what's funny with that is is that every Mason is guilty of, yo, you know, It'd be it'd be good. We should start doing something with it, and then you just take that. All right, let's do it. Right. Let's plan it. Yeah. Let's, no, let's that's go. right. That's what, you, you give them the choices: Thursday or Friday. When right. are we doing this? <laughs> that's, that's actually how the catechism instructor thing came up. My junior Stewart was, or my senior Stewart was, was talking about. It. I'm like, brother, I've been harping on this for four years. I get, I feel your pain. We'll keep. He's like, but dude, we got to do something. This and that. I don't know if there's something we can do or this. I'm like, you know what? We're gonna have a. We're going to have a workshop, and we're going to do it, and we're going to set the date right now. It's going to be July 24th. Unless I love for it. For whatever reason, if we can get more attendance by pushing it back later, we will. But right now, we have a date. What was the date? July 24th, 630. What are, you, what are you calling it? Uh, Catechism Instructor Workshop is what we're calling it. Anybody that's a Master Mason can go? Absolutely. Is it already on the district page? It is not. Oh, All right. I can help you with that. I figured you might be. Able to. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's just it's something that it, I love within, it within love our it. district. It's not gonna you and I. We can we can help here uh, through the sure. podcast, and we can come down and help whenever possible. But it's not gonna take you and I. Well, a we'll lot be of, there for sure. Yeah, obviously we're gonna be there. And uh, we'll, I'll be there on the twenty fourth for sure. We'll Absolutely. try to bring people that we want to learn and we think would make good catechism instructors right. and our current catechism instructors who. <laughs> We just threw to the wolves and never gave them any training. <laughs> right. yeah, it happens right. to everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? We said, here's a class. Can you take another class? Yeah. <laughs> like, but I don't actually know it. I, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in the book. It. Just tell me if you're missing a word. We'll get this figured out. We'll, we'll get, yeah. Do you need some words? Uh, how many times did I call you? And the first word, 
the first co- I call him on the phone and the first thing he says, do you need words? <laughs> <laughs> I love How did you know? How do you know that? I love to give people words. You just know. It's I love just, it. It's just a thing. And it, it happened to me all the time. If I know somebody's learning a part for like the second section and I see You know that name's popping up, up twice like, a day. There we go. <laughs> hey, but it's awesome because I know they're working on yeah. it. They're yeah, that's right. It. That's right. They're having fun with it. Well, As that, a catechism instructor, I tell my every class I have and they never do it. Like, Here's the thing. You need to call me like every day. Even if it's five minutes, you're in the car. My favorite thing is we all go to the bathroom. You're alone. Ain't nobody going to be <laughs> able to hear you. Here it is. I want awesome. you to think of me when you have to poop <laughs> daily. Just call me. And I'm dead serious, but they laugh. They think I'm joking. That's the best time. You got you got some time. You got your book. You're alone. Let's do this. Hell yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you can get in the sets, you know, it's it's about repetition. Yeah, All of this right. is about reputation. So if you're not doing it once, twice a day, it's going to take a lot longer. It's going to be yeah. a lot harder. The more you see it, the more you hear it, the more you do it. And it's it. not hard work. We're talking about five, ten minutes. That's right. It's it's honestly. And, and it's so it's good for you Neuro- neurologically. Uh, it just It's just absolutely good for your emotional outlook. All that we do with catechism work, with memory work, all that stuff is just healthy for the human brain. Mm. There and, and I know for me there... And I know this is true for a lot of guys because I've talked to a lot of guys about this. You you kind of dread opening up that little red book, but once you do, <laughs> it's and you push through it. You're yeah. like, I'm so glad I did. Yeah, I'm so glad I started doing. It's a this. personal right. achievement. You just a, got half it. hour goes by, forty five minutes goes by. It's like I was just going to open it for five minutes, you know. <laughs> but it's just that open. It's it's getting past that. I I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Now I'm doing it. Half hour later goes by. It's like, man, I'm so glad I did this. Oh yeah, right, oh, right. Yeah. That's just human nature, man. We got to get past that <laughs> yeah. first part, you know, and get it in. It gets a little easier every part. time too, because you're like, I've done this. I I know that this is going to turn out okay, and you're a little yeah. less stressed the next time. You That's right. Do that. That's right. I got to tell you, with me, it's dangerous when I open that book, man, because it's something in my brain that I will. It'll drive me nuts until I know all of this. Yeah. Right. You know. What I mean, now. <laughs> If my my ADD helps me, but you do sometimes. know all of it, right? Well, not the lectures. Yeah, well, you've heard them enough. You could probably you could probably I muddle the, your way through a lecture even the, if you didn't know all the words. I get the gist of it, right? But I don't know the you know what I mean. Because you're being set toothy, up there, man. worshipful. He's he's looking at you. You're gonna get a call next week to come do a lecture. Just be careful. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have that card, brother. I'm sorry. Oh, there but you I do go. Know another yeah. guy. I'll yeah. be happy to make some phone calls for you. Yes. No, I never miss an opportunity to do a lecture. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where, and I have so many times, um, I'm about to see, be senior deacon and about to receive some candidates, and I get, that, that's kind of the biggest line for the senior deacon because it's only said once. It's not like, you know, a lot of the other stuff is repetitive. You say it over and over again. And I'm thinking, I don't have those words. It happened They're not in my Master mind. Mason I don't break. have those words. And it's coming, and it's coming like a train at you, and right. you're just freaking out more and more. And then all of a sudden, words start coming out of your mouth. And you're like, oh, my God, it was in there. Thank God. Yeah, that Master Mason degree when I was 12. And I just like looked at you and going, I'm like, I know this whole thing backward and forward. But you know what? I need the first word. I got to have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the key. We talked about that. That's, that's that key you know, to that block of information. But as a ritualist, like, it's a painful thing to have oh someone God, give you that word. It. it really it. is. I hate it. You'll do anything not to have to accept that help right. as a ritualist. I uh, For me, it knocks me out. I remember I, when I was in the South um, for the first time, I had it nailed, man. I had it, and it's not, there's not a lot. There's not a lot there. Um, yeah, but it's a big step for it's a big uh, step. somebody it was a big just starting out in ritual work. Yeah. And a brother's in the back, and even though I wasn't struggling, I wasn't pausing, every, every single time he's whispering words at me, and yeah, um, you know, and what? it just absolutely knocked me right off. That's and I just something... wanted to turn around to that. Yeah, brother. I can see his face. Now. He's trying to help you. I was talking to him last night, but he doesn't realize he's, here. <laughs> he's not helping you. Not helping at all. He's One just doing it for his own ego prompter. because he wants to show that he knows the word. Yes. And we all have that inside of us when we're ritualists. Like we want to show how smart we are, that we have a good memory, that we've done all this hard work. You actually have to force yourself to shut up. And it's hard. It is Sometimes so hard, really right? Hard. And you know you want to just throw this poor guy a word, but you're like, until they look at me and <laughs> ask for this, I should not give the help. I didn't give help at that Master Mason degree until three other people kept giving the guy wrong words. And I literally... Like, All right, now, right, now we can do it. Yeah, I like, because I was uh, never going to get it at this point. Right. right. I happen to have been senior warden, so I'm standing right behind him, so I just tap him on the shoulder, and he's like, what? And I'm like, 
can you please give him the words from now on? Because <laughs> <laughs> he it worked when you were giving it to him. Yeah. And uh, he was looking at you after that for the help, you know. Yeah. And it's really helpful to know you have a lifeline when you're out there yes. yeah, floating in the sea yes. of forgetfulness. <laughs> Although it is a crutch. So it's one of it those It can things, be. If you know it's yeah. there. It's one yeah. thing if, you know, it. he didn't know I was coming to the degree no. probably. So if no. I'd have just showed up and stayed on the sidelines and just been there, you know. <laughs> but again, you had two or three other guys giving him the wrong word. So at that point, it's like, all right. That mentally is like... <sighs> That puts you in a bad place. Oh, yeah. But again, it's not like I gave him much. One word, every paragraph, and he was off to the races. And that's that's it. The one word prompt, you know, and then you're quiet and let him let let the brain process. Mm -hmm. And I think I go back to uh, to uh, uh, Hernandez, Ron, worshipful Hernandez, Ramon, Ramon, um, stop. Just let your brain just shut down. He's and so good at online. that. And he is, man. I mean, you see him do it. He never makes a mistake because he does it that way. Exactly. Those like, pauses are, are for me, purposeful. I can't do it. Like I got to have a word come out of my mouth, even if it's not the right one. I got to keep it going. He knows enough to shut it down and be like, I'm going to stand here for a second, guys, until I get this word. Right. Just bear with me. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, and then he always comes with the right word. Yep, he knows yeah. it. He just needs a second. If yeah. you're doing competition, so I grew up doing comp- ritual competition and stuff like that. So you learn that a bach is a bach. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're if you're pausing for thirty seconds <laughs> or two minutes. Stop. Collect your thoughts. Breathe. Get the word. Okay, now keep going. Right. And yeah, you that's know a- when you have that ingrained, because if you do the uh, it's. The points, um, points, 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 points. Whereas if you pause, you already got a buck, but you just yeah. still at one, right? And collect now, okay, yourself, get everything, breathe. Now let's go. Yeah, that's it is right. about a state of mind that you have to be in to do good ritual. Like, Absolutely. And it, I'm, I don't know about you, I'm freaking amazed at the ability of the human mind. I had no idea yes. that a mind could partition its thoughts actively in four different places yes i can literally at the same moment be stressing about the words i'm about to say saying words and trying to say them with meaning of what they i'm you know i'm actually saying yeah and also beating myself about a mistake i made a minute ago all at the same time simultaneously well i'm looking around the room thinking oh that guy's zoned out oh this guy's looks like he's having fun like my mind is doing all of that at the same time and i I had no idea the human mind could do this much stuff oh yeah i've done a lot of study on how the the brain works on a neurological basis and uh, i'm gonna do a uh a masonic education piece on it I've got it all put out, you know, on, on how memory works and why it works and the neural <laughs> pathways and stuff. It's fascinating. But, yeah. so, um, Do you find and, that happening to you? Your mind is doing four things at the same time? I have Your mind actively, is doing a million things at the same time. I, I guess millions of functions. Off because whenever I start thinking about the words coming up, that's when I mess up. If I don't think about <laughs> it, turn my brain off and just know that I know all these words backwards and forwards, I can just say, okay, shut it off, and then I'm fine. My yeah. second meeting or my first meeting, wherever you were there, I started, I've opened the lodge a million times yeah. lawlessly. And I, for whatever reason, I screwed it all up. So I made sure I closed in long form and got it right. But I was like, damn. The ritualist. <laughs> it, yeah. It's been a really good interview. Um, uh, Worshipful for Don, tell us, uh, give us something on the way out. What, what do you see? Um, where, where do you see us going here? Save us all. What's happened? We're at Grand Lodge, twenty uh, twenty twenty three here in Orlando, hundred ninety fourth um, Grand. What's a good, what's a good word to go out with? What what are we doing this year? Support Masonic youth, man. Okay, they're our future. If we build, if if we help support the, our youth groups coming up, it'll make our jobs or the guys after us jobs so much easier. Yeah. Because if we build the ritualists at a young age and show them how to be good men, once they already have that that foundation. Getting into masonry, you're just you're just rounding off the edges. You're just right. you know what I mean. And and ah, man, it's it's worked for so long. I hate to see it die now. So yeah, I mean, they, no, that's not they acceptable. Need our, they need our support. And uh, I mean, anybody that has a, a young man in their lives is between the ages of twelve to twenty one. Find a local DMLA chapter, man. It's good for them. People don't know it exists. That's our problem, and they don't know. Uh, I had no idea. 
I no, no I mean, even Masons, yeah, don't know. So that tells you the general public is never going to know about no, this. Absolutely not. We have to find a way to connect with people out there. And I think this marketing program could be applied to this in a different way. I think way. so, too. I and I'm so real too. interested to test that out with somebody. I, uh, I'll, I'll pay my own money to test that out with somebody that's willing to go there. I've talked to a couple advisors about it because me and you spoke about it one time, and they're like, yeah, yeah 100%, you're right. Let's target for the, uh, for the parents Targets and stuff the parents. like that and right. see where – where their their kids will be doing, you know what I mean, and how how much it could improve their social life. My, my yeah. older brother is a is a O three in the Navy now. Before he was a shy kid that couldn't talk in front of anybody. Oh I've, God! He went all the way up to state master counselor. I've seen him talk in front of five hundred people before. Right, and the, that's what the organization does. Yeah, and and it needs to be demystified. Uh, and it yeah. needs, people need to be educated to know what it is and and how to get involved. And that's on us. We're gonna we're gonna it is have on to us. do that. Yeah, I, I I'm so glad you brought that up on the way out to talk about support Masonic youth. Mm-hmm. And and I it's, just love what you guys are doing. That it's I mean I know uh, brother Eli's down there absolutely, and and you coming mm-hmm. up through the the ranks as you did. And I know down in Venice Lodge, you guys are real big in Malay. And I, if I could get down there, I definitely want to get involved. And I'd love to see us up in Sarasota get our act together. I don't know if that's going to happen this year. We have a chapter year. in Sarasota Lodge that's brand new, and uh, a few of us have joined as it is uh, reforming. Yeah, yes, yeah. So, yes. although so. we're, it's very confusing because they're not engaging with us as much. I don't know what their plans are or how we can help that next, much. Next year, I plan to be a little bit more involved in the whole district as far Good. as as far as Masonic. They need that. Goes, yeah, so. yeah. That's that's something that's honestly they be. need it. It's one of these things that people. I feel like we're on the verge of them just saying that's oh, too hard. You know, yeah. I feel like we're on getting close to the point where somebody in charge might go. We're losing too much money. This is, you know, we got to save this thing. We got to act and do something. Well, I I just, I think there's just, there's too many, I'll just say it. There's too many people involved that it's, they're trying to make a name for themselves. I can see it. Instead Um, of help kids. Instead of trying to help (laughs) the youth. Reach the communities. and, and, And I just see it. And it just, it's frustrating. And hopefully, the good news about that bad news is that guys like that tend to burn out. Once they realize that it's not about them, that they're not going to get the glory they seek, they tend to burn out and move on. And when that happens, I'm going to be right there to jump in and to help. Because I've said it on this show a hundred times, my heart is for young men. Um, I think think Mason here he goes again. Every time I say that, he says the same thing. So I know the fans are like, will he shut up? Please tell him to shut up. Uh, but my, I will never not point it out. If I if I was introduced to masonry um, at at twenty years old, thirty yeah. years old, my my life would be so yeah. have been oh God, so too. different, mm-hmm. you know. And I and I can't. Yeah. I'm sixty years old. I came to masonry at fifty eight years old. It, it's not happening for me. But if I can help some kid on the backside coming up and Absolutely. bring him into this where his life gets you know gets on track and he's able to have a successful life, take care of a family, raise children. Uh, I'm all about that, man. So, all right, uh, Chris, we're out. Mm-hmm. We are. Uh, we are out. Okay. We've got other things to we do. We got to go to the Grand Lot sessions about to start. In yeah, 10 you guys are going to be late. So, <laughs> I got to grab uh, we, another Red Bull. And you got to grab another Red Bull. I think two is good. Well, yeah. because, no, no, it's three. Three is good. Yeah, three ought to get you going. You'll it's going to be up on the speakers for every legislation point. Let me tell you what I think about this. <laughs> uh, no. Can we record that? He's Anyways, like, no. It, it has been an absolute honor, worshipful for, for uh, uh, any time. Thank you so much for we'll, being. We'll have you pleasure. back for sure. And, Who you uh, are. We appreciate you. Everybody yeah. in our district loves you, and I think you're you're becoming one of those icons that people are going to look up to. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know about all that. that's a, that's it's a, happening. There's, there's no, no, it's, it's happening, brother. But I really appreciate the kind words. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Shoot, I started what? throwing you guys out in uh, Georgia when I went up for that Master Mason. Yeah, <laughs> really. There was three brothers there. They go, oh yeah, I listened to that. I was like, what? Get out of here, Georgia! Shout guys. out to the Georgians. Yeah. We that's love cool, Georgia. Man. That is so cool to you. We don't love their barbecue now, but no. we do love Georgia. What is, what's wrong with their barbecue? Georgia ain't got good barbecue. Oh, man. no. We're really? going to lose everybody now. No, no, no. <laughs> I never heard this before. I throw down the gauntlet right now. Uh, Florida no. barbecue is I'm the kind of barbecue. Oh, you, boy. Here see, Georgia barbecue is 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 okay, but you got to put glop on it. See, Florida what? barbecue needs glop? no glop. Glop. What the hell? Barbecue sauce. sauce. Barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. You got to put sauce on Is that a brand it. or is that a slang no, word? Down, down here in Florida, you don't need no Where glop. have I been living? I don't know about this whole barbecue subculture. We're pretty sure you're from somewhere up in the north. I don't know exactly where oh, yeah. you're from, but you ain't from here, son. Yeah, we don't need barbecue <laughs> in New York. 
We we got barbecue down here that don't need no glob. You go to Georgia, you got to have a little glob on there. And I'm just throwing down the gauntlet. Come on down, Georgia what boys. Bring your barbecue. Let's have a little get right down. Now. Let's have a little get down, get together, my brothers. All right. What I'm did you do here. to him? Oh, man. I, I don't did know what Did you give happened. him Red Bull? I think he slipped me some Red Bull. Anyways, we are out. <laughs> and I will see you at once again, All right, uh, brother. brother, my partner. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's been an honor for and me. We're signing off from uh, Grand Lodge Communication 2023 in beautiful Orlando, Florida. We will see you all on the next one. Thank you.